haven't you suffered enough? When I ran into Kareen at the Metaphysical Fair, I was just like shocked to see her. And, you know, we're talking, we're shooting the shoot about the past and, you know, what was going on. And she told me how she tried to contact me um, quite a few years back. And, you know, I just didn't answer so much was going on and I didn't get around to answering. But Corrine, when she said to me as we were talking, haven't you suffered enough? That really stayed with me. And the reason why is because Kareem is that person that I met right away in chiropractic school and we became fast friends. And, you know, I always wanted, I knew that she had the gift. She was very open. She wasn't embarrassed about it. And I've always say read for me because I like readings. Although I'm a psychic and I read for other people, I stay open to readings because... <laughs> I have had readers tell me things that I would not have thought of for my path. A lot of people say, well, I don't need a reading. I'm in control. That's fine. But for me, it has broadened my world and broadened my horizon. And, you know, there are stories I would tell in the book about what readings have done. They led me to the proper place to live when I didn't have no money and I needed to go to chiropractic school in the Bay Area. I just have really been guided and I have done things that I didn't even think I would do or had any interest in doing, but it came up in a reading. So I love them. So I've always asked Karen, I'm like, you know, tell me this, tell me that. And you know, she loved it, but she goes, one day she says to me, you know, you have the gift too. And so when Kareem said that, I was like, what do you mean? And, you know, and she goes, well, you got to read for me if you want me to read for you. So that's how I started reading for her. But that made me really respect her because she shaped my future. I do what I do now because of Kareem. Kareem is my earthbound angel. And... I love her so much and I'm so grateful. You know, sometimes God just puts seriously amazing people. Some people say the universe, yes, the universe. Sometimes you just have somebody who comes into your life that changes your life. And I was meant to go to chiropractic school and I was meant to meet her. And that really, you know, I finished chiropractor college, got all the student loans, but it really opened up the door for my life and so Corrine could tell me anything she can tell me to go fly to Timbuktu and I would go because I trust her because she has never steered me wrong so when she says haven't you suffered enough I'm thinking I'm not suffering right now I'm doing good I've had counseling been to therapy you know all these things I had to sit on it because when she speaks, I listen. It kind of reminds me of the old commercial E.F. Hutton. When E.F. Hutton talks, everybody listens. Well, when Kareem talks, Donna listens. And I remember just driving home saying, what does that mean? What was she trying to tell me? Because I knew it was coming from a higher source. When you have the gift, you have your angels, your guides, you have higher source 
talking through you. You're allowing yourself to be a channel, to be a vessel for higher messages. And I thought, is that something that my son would tell me? Because I know sometimes he was given messages. I, I would tell some funny stories um, about messages. I think the next one would be a funny one, the next um, podcast. And I just didn't know where it was coming from. My mom, my angels, my spirit guides, but Kareem said it and it stayed with me and it got me to write this book. And I just started looking at my life and I said, well, you, you know, after, you know, my son Brandon died, he's the only name I didn't really change in the book. Um, so that's his true name. I, you know, I, I did my healing work. Sometimes I didn't want to do anything. As I said in the intro, I was mad at a lot of people, disgusted. I didn't trust a lot of people because I'm like, the things that were being said to me were weird and inappropriate and how did they not know that but I understand when people are in fear and they want to deflect from their fear they say crazy shit so I was just trying to you know look at my life as I was driving home back to the Bay Area because I went to a event in Sacramento where I now live and there's a story behind that too um and I really said wow what does this all mean and I know I had been traveling. I've been to a few places I wanted to go. And, you know, my son died right before I turned 38. And so for my 40th, I went to Egypt. And, I, you know, I went to Spain. I just started traveling and traveling. And, you know, I did, I did some public speaking professionally. But I had noticed how much fatigue I had from grief. Grief really brings on heavy fatigue, even as you're healing. Because it's such an energy shift when you lose someone that you're close to. It depletes your energy. And it makes things foggy. I felt like I was cut in half when my son died. But I realized that when he was alive, I used to manifest like crazy. I didn't even know what it was, you know. But it's like, okay, I need this. It was done. When I needed housing, which I tell the story in the book, when I went to chiropractor school in the expensive Bay Area, I got it. You know, I just was constantly rising above situations through the times of being on welfare and low-income housing. And I was always manifesting. And a lot of it was because, hey, I'm a mom. I got to take care of my kid. I got goals. I got dreams. And nobody's getting in my way. And I need this. So I got it. But after my son passed, he was a why, right? A big why. And my why was gone. It's like, it's just me. I only need so much. Um, if I die, who am I going to leave it to? Yeah, I could leave some to nieces, nephews, whatever. Charity, definitely wouldn't leave stuff to charity. But I didn't have the big why anymore. So my manifesting was low. It was good enough, but it was low. And, you know, I talk about some moments in the book, how it ruined finances at times. And so having Karen... You, you know, having Kareem say, you know, haven't you suffered enough? It made me get myself together. It made me really look at my life and really do more healing and to give myself permission to live and to get my shit together and to get my finances more stronger and not sabotage because there was some sabotaging and self-destruction, which I talk about in the book. 
And so it helped me not to do that anymore. And I just really started looking at life differently. And I would just hear that voice saying, haven't you suffered enough? I think she more meant it because I wasn't married, but trust me, I didn't want to be married at the time. I don't think marriage is an end-all, be-all, only if you meet that amazing person. And so I think that's why she asked that, because I wasn't married. And me and her, we just always talk about our husbands when we're in school. Um, but I was looking at it for other things, you know, finances, my energy level, and I said, I want to be a super manifester again. And, you know, I had tried courses and all those courses would work for somebody who didn't have my problems. You know, my heavy grief problems of losing a kid. All those, I believe that everything works and, and it works for different people, right? But it didn't work for me and I didn't understand why until Kareen said what she said to me. And that made me dig deeper into myself. And I would invite all of you to look at your life and say, are you living life to the fullest? Are you allowing yourself to reach your maximum potential? If you're suffering, have you suffered enough? You know, are you ready to live? You're still here on the planet. There's more life to go. Your work isn't done. Have you suffered enough? And I would like to end that with a question and hopefully I would get some answers in the comments you know, do you feel like you've suffered enough and do you really feel like you deserve more? Well, thank you for listening.